0: Blog Talk Radio. in the series, you'll see the progression here, uh, the asking, the seeking, and the knocking. You'll see that one takes a little bit more effort than the previous one. And so a lot of times uh, people uh, don't mind the asking part, you know. They don't mind the asking part, and the asking has to do with uh, humility. It has to do with um Asking asking God for uh, what his particular uh, will is. Uh, but the seeking, um, it takes a little bit more effort on our part. And uh, because to seek, we have to have a drive to even be in God's will. You know, a lot of times people, uh, people want to, um, you know, if we're not careful, we can be lazy Christians. You know, we can ask God what his will is without actually seeking him for direction for our lives, you know, and, and, and there is a difference. Um, a lot of times when we ask, we ask for something that we that we want. But seeking requires asking God what does he wants. In other words, seeking God for direction for our lives. And, and so in order, in order for us to seek God, uh, seek uh, search in other words For answers We have to be humble enough To actually go in the direction That we're being led to go in When we seek God It means that we are willing to be uh, Seeking him for answers It means that we are willing to be led Like you mm-hmm. see, we We mm-hmm. ask stuff to all day And not have any intentions mm-hmm. On being led by God at all You know we just ask for things And we just hope that they fall out the sky But um in that we will also have to seek, in other words, search uh, for answers to seek God for for uh, His direction, and that means we. It takes more commitment to be that way to seek God for the direction and to be submitted to God enough to even want direction. Because a lot of times people don't necessarily want direction; they just, you know, just want to ask God for certain things and then just want to basically live how they want to live or either go about it the way that they want to go about it, you know? Uh, And and so, uh, but that's not God's will. So let's go, uh, let's go right back to the 11th chapter of the book of Luke. And we're going to start reading at verse five. It says, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him and he from within shall answer and say trouble me not the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed I cannot arise and give thee I say unto you though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend yet because of his importunity, you see that he will rise and give him as many as he needeth now that word, importunity, basically means shameless persistence. And so when you're seeking something, if you are lazy, you won't seek for long. You see that? If God don't answer you right away or you don't see uh, the results of your search right away, you'll, you'll give up. But importunity means shameless persistence. So his friend was was very, very persistent. And so if we're going to seek God for directions, We have to be sincere. And, you know, a lot of times um, that sincerity means being persistent. And a lot of us, we are simply just not persistent enough to actually get an answer from God as far as directions are concerned. You know, we're really not in it to begin with. Our heart's not in it. Uh, We may seek God for direction because we know we're supposed to, but it's not necessarily because we actually want to be led. You know, and there are a lot of believers that are that are that way. Uh, they seek God, but, you know, but it don't usually last long and, and their heart's not in it. And, you know, and, and so we we see the searching here. Let's go and keep reading. Verse 9, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given. You seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receive it, And he that seeketh, findeth, And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. So when we're talking about seeking uh the question is and this is this is how we can gauge where we are with the Lord when we have asked God for direction when we have sought after God for direction for our life for direction in any area of our life did we get the answer, um that we get an answer from him and 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 do we normally get an answer from him from him when we seek him out you know when we uh, ask him for direction, and we're looking for uh, to be led by him. Because if that answer is no, if that's not our normal walk with the Lord, then it it shows us that something is wrong with our walk with the Lord. You see that? Uh, maybe that there's not sincere, we're not sincere enough on our part. And so, because the Bible says, "For everyone that asketh receive it, and he that seeketh findeth." Now. When you so you see the two the two uh, ends of of you see the ends of each one of those. If you ask, it will be given. You seek, you will find. Not, and it shall be opened. And so when you're talking about seeking or searching for something, that means that uh, it, it should be found later on. If you ask or if you seek, you should find it. Now the idea of finding is this: you know that it's there somewhere. You know that the directions that God has for you, or the whatever it is that God has for you, it is there. The idea is: are we willing to seek with a pure heart? Are we willing to do the searching with a sin- in sincerity long enough to find it? Are we willing to be persistent enough? To find what's there, we know that uh, even with healing, uh, healing is there always. It's always there, you know. And mm-hmm. and and that should be our motivation for searching, because if we know that it's always there, then we should know we will find it if we are persistent. You see that. And so, what makes us know that we have the faith about it when we are? when we find it, you know, no matter how long it takes. Uh, let's think about the man that was lame. And Jesus was in inside of a house preaching. And more than likely, he was in the middle of the house so that people could, you know, enough people could get in uh, to hear him preach. And no doubt there were probably people standing on the outside of the house as well. And so what did his friends do? So the man was on the bed. I and mean, he couldn't get up and walk around himself. So what did his friends do? They sought for a way to get in. And you know what? They found that way. And how did they find it? As odd as it is, they climbed on top of the house and broke whoever's house it was, broke the man's roof. And then not only had to break his roof, but had to break through his ceiling ceiling as well. And then let the man, and they had to make a big enough hole. Now, if you could imagine, they had to figure out where the Lord was. So there was no use in them dropping him in the bathroom. Uh, dropping him off, you know, in in one of the bedrooms somewhere. If Jesus was in the living room, you see that. So they had to figure out what Jesus was, so because there was no use in him dropping him off anywhere else. And according to the word, they dropped him in front of the Lord. So they first had to know where he was. They sought for that, you see. And then they they had to seek. they, they had to seek. They had to think about direction. They had to seek for direction. Direction. How can we get our friend? Right to the feet of Jesus Christ, the one that can heal him. Oh, okay, okay. That now that makes sense. Let's break through the roof. We may have to pay for the roof, but let's break through it, and let's break through that this man's ceiling. Whoever owned this house, and let's hope that we don't cause such a big disturbance that that people don't get mad at us for doing this, serving the meeting. See, and they did that, and Jesus told the, the man, you know, that his faith was rewarded. What was his faith? The diligence. You see, a lot of us, what what would we have done? Well, let's wait until the Lord come out. Let's wait until, you know, let's stick around and he'll come out of there at some point. He can't just stay in there. He'll come out, you see. And so we see that that's recorded for our learning, that they had to seek the Lord to see where he was, first of all, and then seek for direction on how to get their friend to the Lord. You see that? So you see these steps there that have to take place. And a lot of times, like I said before, if we're not careful, we'll be lazy. and We won't seek for anything. And, and we'll throw it under the guise of, well, maybe it's not God's will. Maybe, you know, in, in reality, maybe I'm just too lazy to seek it or search after it. You see that. But let's let's go real quick to the uh um the thirty third chapter of the book of Jeremiah. The thirty third chapter of the book of Jeremiah, and we're gonna read verse three. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Everybody see this. And whatever we read in the Bible, uh, those are God's promises to us who are believers, you see that? Call unto me and I will answer thee. You see? So if we call unto him, he will answer thee. And not only will he answer us, but what will he do? The last part of that verse, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. The first thing we have to do When we, before we seek the Lord for direction or seek him for whatever it is that we are seeking after, we have to first realize that we don't have the answers and that we don't know everything. And that's something that sometimes people don't want to admit. We have to go to the Lord as if he really has the answer that we're looking for. You see that? As if we have to go to him as if we don't know ourselves. You see that? And we have to realize and listen, we don't let's not go to the Lord after we've tried everything else. Let's not wait until then. Let let's start off with that mindset. Lord, you know what? And 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 not only that, let's let's think about that yes, we may know some things and how to do and, and things like that. But I'm telling you, if we will seek the Lord for direction, we can save ourselves a whole lot of time and effort if we just seek Him for direction. Because a lot of times what we do is we already have ideas. And we'll try all of those ideas before we actually seek the Lord out. You see that after our all of our ideas have been expended and 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 and, and, things. and so that's not God's will. So look at what First Peter says: "Call on me, and I will answer thee, and show thee." Everybody see that? So we, you know, you've you've heard me tell the story before how um, I was in my hometown visiting. And, uh, I had, um, took my children out to the park and we had, you know, just spent time with them and went several places that day. And, uh, <clears throat> when I dropped them back off, I noticed that I didn't have my, my wallet. And so I went and picked them back up and, uh, we were going to go to, it was already nighttime and we were going to go to. Uh, All of the places we had been that day, the park and and a few other places, we were going to go around all of those places. Uh, That was my idea, my thinking. We were going to go around all those places and look at, you know, and to look for my wallet. I was in my hometown, and I had to drive across uh, at at least three states to get back home uh, to where I was living. And I didn't want to do that without my wallet, without my license and all of the things in it, of course. And so... um, On the While we were on our way to the first place where we were going to go look, it it just came to me to pray. And so that's what I did. And I asked the Lord, Lord, I said, you know, I can go out here to all these different places, it it, it being dark like it is, and look and look and look and just, you know, look all night and, and not find anything. Or you can tell me where my wallet is. You know where it is already. You can tell me where it is. And um, and no sooner I got that out of the, my mouth, the law spoke to me and told me exactly where my wallet was. And it was in an individual's house in their trash can. And You know, so it's a long story about how it got there, but <clears throat> it was accidentally put there. And so I called this person. I said, look, look in your trash can. And the Lord had even let me know what it was under, it, you know, I, and I called him, I said, look in your trash can, look under the, it was under some uh, newspapers. I said, look in your trash can, look under this, and, and uh, see if you see my my wallet in there. And, and sure enough, that's where it was. You see that? And so the first thing I, I I recognized was God knew where it was because he knows all things. And so if he knew where it was, What was the use of me wasting a lot of my time and energy and other people's time and energy? Because, see, it's not just us that we we cheat when we refuse to seek God for direction. We get other people involved when we refuse to seek God for direction. And so, you know, when we do things and when we ask God with a sincere heart, he will show us. So look at verse 3. It says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee. Great and mighty things. The word mighty means hidden. I will show thee great and hidden things which thou knowest not. You see that? Which thou know. In other words, I'm going to show you something that you don't know. And, and so let's not be too proud to actually be shown something that we don't know. Let's seek God out for direction, you know, in, in those things. Which we, he said, which thou knowest not. So if you think about it this way, whatever it is, that you don't have a clue. Now, God might show you something, but you don't have a clue how to get there. God is the one that can give you directions on how to get there. You don't, you can't assume, and that's what a lot of people do, You know, before I take a trip somewhere that I've never been, I look up the directions. And I'm sure most of you do that as well, especially if you have GPS on your cell phone, you know. You you, you look up directions on how to get there. And listen, what directions do you get the quickest and the shortest way to get there? Other than that, you may want to get somewhere, and it may only take 10 minutes if you look up directions. But it could take you an hour if you don't know direction, if you're just sitting around in the dark, if you just get in your car and start driving and just figure, well, you know, this is not that big of a time. At some point, I'll run into it. And you know, that's what people do in their spiritual life and their spiritual walk with the Lord. They may know where they want to go. They've asked God, and God have told them, hey, yeah, this is where I want you to go. But they don't seek God for directions on how to get there. And they could spend years or months or weeks or whatever they can spend a lot of time trying to get to a certain place when the Lord is giving them the shortest distance there. God is not a hard not a hard uh slave driver. You see that? Uh he desires for us to get to a place at a particular time and he don't want us wasting time with our own ideas of how we're going to get there. He definitely don't want us sitting around in the dark, you know, uh, because the longer we stay out there in the dark, the 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 less faith we'll have when it comes time to receive it. You see that our faith dwindles if we're not careful. And so let's learn to seek God for direction from the jump. Let's not wait until we're in the middle of the trip and we're almost out of gas before we seek. Okay, God, I you know I only got 70 miles to go. You know my my gas gauge is saying I only have 70 miles to eat. So you're gonna have to hurry and work a miracle here no let's let's just see god from the jump you see that let's just see god from the beginning and he and he promises us that he will show us great and mighty things which we didn't know you see that part of the problem with our christian walk is we can be independent and a lot of us are just too proud to ask for help to ask for direction uh you know, in, in the things of God. A lot of us are just naturally so proud, and we like to figure things out on our, on our own. And if we will be honest, it's really be so we can give ourselves a pat on the back so we can be proud of ourselves because we didn't need anybody's help. And if we're not careful, we can take that same mindset into our Christian walk where we are too proud, we want to figure it out ourselves. Why wouldn't you want to ask someone that knows a little bit more than you concerning, you know, direction and, and how to do something. I, You know, I would much rather know the the best way to do it than my way, you see that? And that's the way we have to be in our spirit to walk with the Lord. God has been living a whole lot longer than we have. You see that? And, and he knows the best way to do things. And if we seek him for direction, we will see, oh, you know what? I would just waste some time. God God already had this figured out. You see that? God God is not, God ain't never had a good idea. Because you can't have a good idea when you already know everything. So everything is already in God's mind, if that makes any sense. God ain't never just snapped the things like, oh, you know, that's, this would be a good idea. This, this would work. No, you can't have, you can't be that way if you already know everything, and God already knows everything. He already knows the best way. And it's our job as believers, as followers of him, to seek him for directions. All right, so now, if you have your Bibles, let's go to the second chapter of 1 Corinthians. Because many people say, well, you know, Brother Bowden, I have been seeking God out. I have been seeking him out, and nothing has come to me yet, and I don't understand why I'm not getting answers. So let's let's go ahead and read something real quick. the second chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians, and we're going to start reading at verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love Him. So there's so many things uh, we can just stay on this verse here for a while. This Bible tells us that the things we're searching for, uh, that we that we you know that we desire that you know what God has for us. In other words, we haven't seen it, we haven't heard about it. Neither have it have it entered into our into our hearts, the things that God have prepared for me. I even you know, I can tell you from my own testimony, I never thought that I would be living where I'm living now. I never, it never entered into my mind. The things that's going on in my life now, those things never, I never, I didn't think of those things. Just seeking God for direction, even in, a, in, a, in the town that I live in. I never thought that I'd live in, be living in this state Less alone, this town. I n- had never even heard of this town. You see that? So how was I going to get here except for seeking God, you know, and seeking direction from God? You see that? So in other words, it's not something that you can think of on your own that somebody, it, you know, will tell you about uh, outside of God, you know, speaking through them, uh, or n- neither will you ponder things in your heart or your mind. Uh, about what what God's perfect will is for so, you, but look at what it says: the things which God has prepared for them, that what love Him, verse ten. But God has revealed them unto us by His what spirit. So, who has God revealed these things to? The people that love Him. Now, that's there's a clue there. If you seek searching God for answers for direction. And you've been diligent in seeking and searching, and you feel like you still haven't gotten your answer. Ask yourself this Do I love him? Is this a, is it, because see, love is what ties you to God, your love for him is what ties you to him. So you have to ask yourself that question Do I love him? Because God reveals these things to people that love him. Verse ten, but God has revealed them unto us by His spirit, and now, now it tells us how He reveals it by His spirit. You know a lot of times people again, like what we went over in the in the book of James yesterday, a lot of people are seeking God for for something, but they're not close enough to Him, they're asking amiss, in other words, afar from him, without the relationship and I can't tell you enough, you know how. It is very, very important that we have a relationship with God when we're seeking him for something, when we're searching for something. You see that? Look at that says, for the spirit searcheth all things, yeah? The deep things of God. And so here's the here's the clue. Well, let's go and keep reading. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so... The things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. So what is that telling us? That when we seek God for direction, how do we receive that direction? How do we receive the answers that we are searching for? We receive them by his Spirit. So now the question would be, do we have the Spirit of God to even receive the answer? You know, on this property that we live on, that we have now, uh, it's it's pretty big property, and uh, we have uh, walkie-talkies, walkie-talkies, so that whoever you know, when when we're all out and about on this property or whatever, we can talk to one another. And so you can get on one end and and, and uh, press the button to talk, but if there isn't, if the person that you're looking for does not have a walkie-talkie, then of course they won't hear you. And that's the way it is when you're talking about uh, receiving things from God. God reveals things by his spirit. That's his walkie-talkie. And so, of course, he He himself is the spirit, but if we don't have his spirit, then we can't receive the direction that we're looking for. You see that? That It goes from spirit to spirit. You see that? That's what they're saying in verse 11 of verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Did everybody see that? For the spirit searcheth, all things, yeah, the deep things of God. In other words, there is a distance there, you know, where between us and God, and, I'm, and I mean just naturally so. And so how do we hear from God? Does God come down and, and talk to us face to face? No, it, it tells us he reveals these things to us by his spirit. So God could be a million miles away if he chose to be, but we would still be able to hear him loud and clear because we have his spirit living on the inside of us. Verse eleven, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him, even so the things even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God, and so that is our answer to how we receive what we are searching for, how we receive direction or whatever it is we're searching for and seeking God for, we have his spirit, and his spirit searches these things out, and if we have his spirit, then he speaks to us. In that same manner Verse 12 Now we have received Not the spirit of the world But the spirit which is of God Everybody see that That we might know See that That we might know The things that are freely given to us Of God Isn't that something That God has things that are just out there already Whatever it is we're seeking God for Is there already it's already there. Now, that's, that's the thing you have to know. That prayer has already been answered. You can ask God, God, do you have this for me? Do you do you have a wife for me? Do you have a husband for me? Or whatever the, do you have a house for me? And God says, yeah, I got one for you. What are you looking for? I got it for you. And a, and a lot of times if we're not careful, that's where that prayer stop, stops at. Okay, yes, God has revealed to me that he got this for me. But the question is the next question should be, Lord, how do I get there? Give me direction with how to be there and and I'm gonna tell you what 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 the problem is with a lot of us. a lot of times our direction is us preparing ourselves to receive what it is that God has for us, not necessarily us actually going out and looking for it, but us preparing ourselves according to God's word. You see that. <laughs> You know, the Bible says, and we'll use this as an example, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. What does that mean? She's already a wife. She has already, she was a wife before she said, I do. In other words, she was marriage material. In other words, she is already prepared to receive a husband because she's already a wife. And a lot of times, our getting what it is that God has for us, and our searching it out, has a lot to do with Us and knowing where we are. On that GPS that we we talked about earlier. For the GPS to show you where to go, it has to know where you already are, to give you accurate direction. And so, for God to show you where you need to go and give you direction, you have to know where you are spiritually. You see that. And so, let's let's be careful about these things that you got. These things that God has for us. They are freely given, meaning we don't have to pay for them. But what we have to do is be faithful. We have to be diligent. You see that? We have to be humble. We have to know that we need direction. And, 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 and most important thing, we have to have a sincere, a sincere relationship with God. Amen. So we want to say thank you all for joining us today. We pray that something has been said that has blessed you, and we look forward to sharing more of God's word with you. Have a blessed day.